This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about something that is so near and dear to my heart because it is something that I could not do my business without. Okay, could I? Yes. But it makes my life so much easier, and that's virtual assistants. I actually have two virtual assistants, and I love them to pieces. They do all of the things that, like I said, I could do, but I don't want to do. I don't have the time to do. More importantly, they have the expertise to do. And so today we're going to talk about not only hiring a VA, but why you might want to consider being a VA. So please join me in welcoming Kathy Guggenauer to our program today. Welcome, Kathy. Deb, thank you so much. I really appreciate you talking about the importance of virtual assistance to business owners like yourself, and I love your enthusiasm about it. And please let me say, amazing job on my last name. You got it exactly right, and that is not an easy name. Yay, Guggenauer, Guggenauer. Now, I couldn't spell it. You got it. You got it. You got it. So perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you. So working as a virtual assistant since 2001 and a trainer and coach of virtual assistants since 2008, Kathy Guggenauer is uniquely positioned to advise business owners how to achieve their goals by working with a virtual assistant, as we've said, a VA. Kathy says you'll be amazed at how much stress you leave behind once you work with a professional VA. Kathy and her expert VA training program have been mentioned in the Huffington Post, All You Magazine, and in The Wealthy Freelancer. And as we also mentioned, she trains people to be VAs. So she's kind of on both sides of, of the fence on this. And so that's why this is going to be so much fun today. So again, Kathy, welcome to our program. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you can tell since I started in 2001, that was like the pioneer days Mm -hmm. of being a VA. Right. Um, And it's come a long way uh, in the last 17 years, Mm -hmm. VAs have. Well, you know, and it was one of these things that small business owners utilized. You know, we would outsource and hire somebody to maybe do a, you know, provide a little help with us for that. And, you know, a little help for, for this. And typically it was our friends or somebody that we knew could do something, but it was not organized. Um, you know, it was, it really was, Hey, can you do me a favor type of thing? And, and, and I'll pay you a little bit to, to help this. And then when it finally became an actual industry, where people got training, you know, like they, they do from, from folks like you and were able to market themselves and, and people truly understood what a VA was. I think that's, you're right. That's when it really blossomed. But let's take a step back. What is a VA, a virtual assistant? And, you know, kind of what are some of the services that, that they can provide? Yeah. So a virtual assistant is an independent contractor. Um, they're kind of a narrower niche of a freelancer, if mm-hmm. you want to think about a freelancer. And they can provide anything from administrative type of stuff all the way to very technical things. And let me give you a couple of examples. So they could do something as creative as writing blog posts for you. Mm-hmm. They could literally take a book that you've written or an ebook you've written and pull information out of there and write blog posts or do research and write blog posts for you, as well as loading those blog posts, SEOing the blog posts, mm-hmm. adding a photo, and then putting all of that on mm-hmm. social media. So see how I just went from uh, not just editing what you've written, which mm-hmm. they could also do, but to actually writing it, loading it, putting it out there and marketing it on social media. So they right. can do all of those steps. Right. They can also do very technical things like mm-hmm. run Infusionsoft. I don't know if you use Infusionsoft, but you want to go techie, man. Mm-hmm. Infusionsoft is techie. 
They can do a video editing for you. They can do a radio show editing, podcast mm-hmm. editing, um, and really everything in between. Right. If you need it done, check and see. Um, and by the way, Deb, one of the changes that's happened over the years for virtual assistants and business owners, which I think is a really good thing, is that VAs have become more specialized. Mm-hmm. So that and they really had to do that because there are just so many things out there um, that need to be done for business owners Mm -hmm. that without specialization, they would never become an expert in something. Right. So that's one of the things that I teach VAs how to do is how to identify what they should specialize in and then how to become a specialist in it. Mm -hmm. And how to find, get, and keep clients right. um, in that specialization. Well, and the cool thing about being a specialist is then you only hire them to do X, whatever it is. You know, exactly. like I said, you know, maybe it's it's writing a project for you or right. uh, doing your bookkeeping for you. You know, and, and so yes. they focus on that. And you're not having this generalist. And, of course, you know, there are some that, that are kind of more generalists and are going to do more assistant type of work, you know, like, the, like right. we used to call the um, old-fashioned secretaries. Um, exactly. But for the most part, they, they do specialize. So you might only have them for an hour, two hours. Um, I You know, and, and I, I want to talk about my two VAs just to really give folks an idea of how a VA can be used. I've used several mm-hmm. VAs over the course of, of time, and it's it it is complicated from my perspective, the the hiring person, because I want to have I want to have the best relationship possible. So I write a job description, just like if I were hiring them as a full time employee, you know. And and so you sit down, you figure out what what skills do they need, what is it that you need them to do, how many hours per week per project, whatever it is. And so I, as I said, I have two. I have one uh, lovely woman who writes for me. And so she spends several hours, um, a couple times a month writing my blog post. You know, we, uh, we have a, a conference call once a month where we kind of go over things, make sure we're on the same path. And so she researches it. You know, we, we obviously discussed what the topics are going to be, but she made suggestions. And that was what I thought was fabulous was, um, you know, she came to me and said, here's what I think would be good for you. Not here's what I want to write about or here's what I find interesting. It was here's what would be good for you. And so she created this editorial calendar. I looked at it, went, Oh, holy schmoly. That looks fabulous. And, um, and then she writes that for me. So it takes her several hours a month to write each blog post. And so I know, you know, within $10, $20 usually, how much I'm going to be invoiced for, for that month. And so that's perfect for me because then, you know, I can, can budget for that. And then my other VA is my lovely and talented producer of this radio program. Now she does spend more hours per week for me because it is a bigger task. But that really was one where I sat down and said, I need you to do this and this and this and this. And it was based on the fact that I knew that was what needed to be done because that was what I did. And I just wanted to outsource it. Um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, she, she is the person who coordinates all of the guests. She gets their information. She coordinates the schedules with them. She, she has all the communication with the guests, both pre-interview and post-interview, all those various things, which again are things that I could do. But she's fabulous at it. And so not only is she good at it, she does it in half the time or, you know, maybe even less than that, that that it would take me, which then frees me up to do whatever else it is that that I need to be doing. And again, I wrote a job description. Um, You know, I said, this is, is what I want to pay. I interviewed, I actually interviewed 10 people at least uh, for this position because I knew it was you know going to be something that, that would be fairly time detailed and I wanted it to be long term. So I handled it just like, you know, I would be hiring an employee. But again, they're very specialized, you know, and, and that's what I love about it is, you know, I hire them to do this. We we hire attorneys. We hire doctors. We hire CPAs. This is the same concept. 
You you have absolutely nailed it. That is exactly right. And I, Deb, I'm so impressed that you understand so much about this industry. And that makes you just a perfect user of virtual assistants. One of the things that you just said, uh, which I included in my notes to talk about today, so I just want to emphasize it, is that the, the typical VA who is a professionally trained virtual assistant um, which both of yours are, mm-hmm. um, and one of them I know for sure because she actually took my training program. Yes, and we didn't even know that <laughs> until today. I love it. I know. I know. Um, they get work done in half the time, not only than the typical business owner mm-hmm. gets it done in, but than an employee gets right. it done in. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, if we were to hire an employee, there's all of those other costs that are associated with it. Um, yes. you know, so not only are you paying insurance, overhead, all those various things, how many times, in, and I'm saying this from being an employee, are we being paid to chat with people to, <laughs> to, because we don't For busy always, work, right? That's it. That's the nice, polite mm-hmm. way to mm-hmm. put it. Um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we, you know, and so that's where I love having the VA because you know, for both of mine, they say, uh, uh, you know, we, we worked out X number of hours per month per week, you know, whichever it was. And now, mm-hmm. has it gone beyond that on occasion? Yes. But that's been because I have asked them to do more. The time, and, and then, of course, they're compensated more. Um, and then, you know, there have been times where both have come to me and said, I'd kind of like to do this but needed approval first. So, you know, I'm never surprised when I get an invoice. It's always, you know, exactly what I'm expecting. And, you know, and, and that is because they are both truly professionals. This is their job. And, and I think that's mm-hmm. really what I want to emphasize to folks. And, and, you know, you mentioned that I know this, what well, it's because it's trial and error. I hired VAs in the past who were my friends, who are absolutely wonderful, delightful, professional people, but, I didn't have the job description down. You know, I just told them, well, could you maybe do kind of this? And they kind of maybe did it or, you know, got busy doing other things, you know, and, and all those various things because it was not their job. It was not their their chosen profession. And so that's why it's so important if you're considering hiring a VA don't go with your friends, you know, don't, you know, if you really truly need this done, then you need to have someone who is a professional. That's right. And when you hire a professional who specializes, you're getting, you know, you mentioned all those things that an employee that you have to pay an employee extra for. Well, the other things you have to pay them extra for is you have to actually train them. Right. You have to provide their office space. You mm-hmm. have to provide their computer. VAs provide all of that for themselves, mm-hmm. including the training and the time to learn new things. Right. So when you hire somebody, for example, like you're talking about to write blog posts, they stay up on top of the latest what's happening in blogging, mm-hmm. how to SEO, all of those things that you need. And you don't pay them for the time right. nor for training programs right. that they take. Right. They pay that themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, and be, you know they do that because it benefits all of their clients. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Well, what are some myths that people have about hiring a VA? Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. One of the big ones you kind of already alluded to, which is, I need to get just get the cheapest possible. Right. Right. Because it's an hourly rate or mm-hmm. it's a project rate. Mm-hmm. And if I can get the cheapest possible, then that's going to be the best for my bottom line. And that is exactly the opposite is true. Right. Um, Unfortunately, or, you know, maybe not unfortunately, but the fact of life is um, there is no certification specific, you know, industry wide certification for Mm -hmm. virtual assistants. Okay. Basically, if you say I'm a virtual assistant, you are a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So the entry into being a virtual assistant is as easy as just like you said, just telling a friend, hey, I could do this for you, Mm -hmm. which means that a very high percentage and I say about 80 percent of virtual assistants out there, people who call themselves virtual assistants, they really are not specialized. They're not trained. They're just that nice person who might be able to do some work for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
typically you can identify them by uh, the red flags that'll pop up are they charge very, very little, which goes back to I'm going to get the cheapest possible. Well, right. This is one instance where when uh, what you pay really does make a difference. Mm -hmm. The higher you pay, the more professional that VA is Mm -hmm. going to be. The very, very low charging VAs, they charge low because they don't know that they don't know that they can't make a living charging that little. Mm -hmm. Okay, but they can't. And so what's going to happen is they're going to go out of business Mm -hmm. because they can't make a living doing that. And they're going to have to go back and get a real job. Um, so that's one of the biggest myths is the the lower the cost, the better. And in reality, you're going to get a much better ROI when you pay well for your virtual assistant, because mm-hmm. they're going to have those skills already to get the work done better, fast and faster for right. you. And, and you're not having to have it done help. more than once. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And you're not having to be involved and you're not having to tell them what to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I just say, Kim, go do Robin, go do. And right. poof, they do right. it. Exactly. Which frees you up, Deb, mm-hmm. to do those income producing, those profit producing ta- tasks. Mm-hmm. I've literally done numbers. And if you're interested, I can share this with you, a link to download a free workbook that I call the VA Profit Power Workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just give it away for free to people. And in it, I do the numbers for you to help you see how you can easily add $6,720 a month to your bottom line. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's real specific Um, by hiring even just one virtual Mm -hmm. assistant. And Deb, you already have two. So think about all the money you're adding to your bottom line. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So that's one of the biggest myths Mm -hmm. is, you know, I, I should look for the lowest charging VA because it's just an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. No, it is much, much more than that. You get what you pay for, folks. You know, and, exactly. And there are some things, depending on what it is, that, you know, an, an hourly rate, you know, could be low if it's uh, and, and right. you know, I'm I'm a big proponent of Fiverr. I use that that resource on some things. But I also know that, again, I'm getting what I paid for. And so, you know, if it's a a fairly simple, fairly basic task, then sure, you know, I I can go there. Um, But if it is something that is more complicated, takes more brain power, more training, all those various things, it's going to cost more. And Deb, another thing um, with with this, another myth is it's one and done. Right. Okay. And as you have described, you have two VAs that you've been working with long, long term. Mm -hmm. And that is actually the number one mistake that entrepreneurs make with VAs is thinking short term that rather than long term, right. because you're going to get a much better ROI when you think about hiring a VA mm-hmm. uh, to work with you long term. Because, you know, it's that first month or two when you hire anybody new that you guys are getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you as a business owner are having to spend a whole lot more time to go over here are my logins, here's how I like things and all that kind of stuff versus once they're, you know, you, they know all of that and they mm-hmm. can just keep working for you and getting this stuff done and you don't have to be involved any longer. That's when that ROI really kicks in. Right. And the more they get to know about your business, the more proactive things they can come to you mm-hmm. and say, Hey, here's an idea I have for you, like, right. like you mentioned, mm-hmm. on how you might save money or on how you might make more money. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting. That actually was part of why I picked Kim as my, my producer. You know, I interviewed, like I said, I think 10 wonderful candidates. And they really were all very well qualified. Kim was the only one who sent me a follow-up email and said something along the lines of, you know, looking over what you currently have, here are some suggestions I could have, or I have to maybe improve things. She was the only one who did that. And, mm-hmm. and of course, she did it in a way that was proactive. It certainly was not insulting. You know, it wasn't, hey, you're doing this wrong. Um, it, right, she wrote exactly, it in, exactly. I mean, she, the, the way it was, it was she was already part of the team. And so how could she help and, and, and improve things? And to me, I, I just thought that. that was fabulous. I mean, and, and really that was the, the tipping point. Yeah. 
Yeah, excellent. I love it. I love it, Deb. Thank you for sharing that. By the way, I just this morning had uh, somebody email me and say, hey, I hired somebody in Fiverr to set up an ebook for me and make it look prettier. I ended up having to tell them in great detail what I wanted. I could have just done it myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I need it updated. Do you have a VA who could just do mm -hmm. this without me yep. having to tell them oh, yeah. how to do it? Yep. Well, and, and of course, you know, as, as much as we love services like Fiverr, let's be honest. Yeah. They're not oh, yeah. U.S. based for the most part. And right. so, you know, sometimes there is that language barrier, um, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and maybe it is a one time project. You've got this, you know, this this brochure yeah. that you need written. But like you said, you know, if, if I have to spend so much time telling them how to do it that I could have done it myself, right. not not a good use of my time. Right. Uh, and Deb, I totally agree with you that one off projects that we're, you know, like you need like a, a book cover mm -hmm. created is what I used right. to do before Canva.com came along. Mm -hmm. Canva.com has changed everything for me. Oh, I know. I love <laughs> Because Canva. it's so easy to use. All of, our I know, graphics, I yeah, all of our graphics for the radio program done on Canva. Yeah, I mean, it's just awesome. But before that, I, I would hire Fiverr just to create a book cover for me real mm -hmm. cheap. Right. Um, yeah, so you're right. It's the one-off projects like that that Fiverr's really good for. Mm -hmm. So what are some other things that people think, well, you know, oh, I don't want to hire a VA because? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think the number one thing that they think that about is they don't know what to delegate or how to delegate. Right. Okay. Um, and a part of it is the fear of, Oh my gosh, nobody can do it as good as I can. Mm -hmm. So, well, and, and we do have that mindset as small business owners, as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. that we have to do it all, you know, or mm -hmm. people will think we're a failure. Well, I'm sorry. I, I interviewed a gentleman a while ago who, who pointed out that Bill Gates is an entrepreneur. Um, the, the, uh, Branson, Richard Branson is an entrepreneur. I mean, you know, an mm -hmm. entrepreneur is somebody who starts a business. <laughs> you know, maybe it becomes mm -hmm. Microsoft. Maybe it, you know, becomes Amazon. You know, if you're Jeff Bezos, all those various things. And of course, one of the things that they learned was how to delegate, how to outsource, how to hire employees, staff, all those various things. So we've, as a small business owner, got to get over that mindset of I have to do it all or I'm a failure. Because, again, we oh. hire doctors, we <laughs> hire lawyers, we hire CPAs. So, you know, why not hire somebody do, to do our other tasks? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, Deb, I have to say that for me, and maybe it's because I have been in business for so long now, and I've worked as a VA, I train VAs, and I ha have eight VAs who work for me. Um, I love so it. A VA has VAs. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Um, I am now of the mindset uh, and very strongly believe that I would be more of a failure if I did not outsource. Right. Because, I mean, there's just no way to leverage your business and grow mm -hmm. bigger if you don't. Well, and, and you just said that the key thing, grow bigger. You know, we can stay mm -hmm. the same size. And, you know, there are some people who, de especially depending on what they do, they do have to, you know, they, they might want to stay that same size. They don't want to grow. They don't want yes. to, to get bigger. But if you want to yeah. improve and increase your business, at some point, you're going to have to have outside help. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whether it's an employee and that's the route you choose to go or a VA or some, or something else, you mm -hmm. need help in order to grow your business. Right. And, Deb, I love that you mentioned, um, you know, some people don't want to grow bigger. They're happy where they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I am all about um, success on your own terms. Mm -hmm. I don't want to tell somebody else what success means for them. I just want to help them, mm -hmm. both business owners who need VAs and people who want to build a VA business of their own. I want to help them achieve success on their terms. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting, you know, I, I mentioned the fact, you know, we, obviously we, that that some people might want to stay that same size, you know, as, as we've been saying, but that still doesn't mean that you can't outsource some of the things. So say you're a professional speaker right. and you only want to give four presentations a month, you know, that's because of your timing, whatever it is, you know, you only want to do four. 
But there are still probably some tasks that you could outsource. And so what that's going to do, and, and so you'd still only give four presentations a month, but you just freed up one, two, four, five, ten hours of your own time to be able to go off and do whatever else it is that you want. Maybe it's shopping. Maybe it's, um, you know, you, uh, you know, all these various things. You're still doing just your four presentations a month, but you freed up your time to be able to go do something else. Exactly. So, you know, what are some other reasons why somebody actually let's let's you know, we we figured out why they want to hire somebody. What is the process? I mean, you know, you talked about the fact that we need to make sure that, you know, it's not somebody who's just doing it for fun or to make a a little bit Mm -hmm. of extra side money or to be nice. You know, oh, you asked me to do this, so I guess (laughs) I'll do it for you type of thing. So, you know, now I went through a service. I I used HireMyMom.com, which is, is, you know, a a great VA service. There's services like yours. Um, You you have people listed Mm -hmm. on your website, which I'm not sure we Mm -hmm. have told people what it is. It's expertvatraining.com. So you have VAs listed there. So, you know, so that's that's a great way. But how should somebody, you know, so you've convinced us. You've convinced Bob, the the (laughs) entrepreneur, that he needs to hire a VA. What's his next step? Yeah, so I just want to go back to some to the recommendations that you okay. just gave on where to find a VA. Mm-hmm. Um, I have four places that I was going to recommend, and okay. guess what? One of them is hire my mom. Oh, yay! Love hire my mom, <laughs> and of course, expert VA yeah. training. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, um, I'd like to give. Please go to expertvatraining.com if you would like to learn more about becoming a VA. Mm-hmm. Or you want to click on the button that says find a VA or if what you really want is to find a VA, you can just skip all that other stuff and go straight to VA matchmaker.com. And that's actually the pay, the find a VA page. Okay. And there you'll see that you can sign up for a free VA matching session with me. Mm-hmm. And that's my number one tip on right. how to start this process mm-hmm. is have a free 30-minute session with me. Let me help you figure out what you need, what would be the best things for you to start delegating to a VA Mm -hmm. and how to do that. And then I will give you one to three recommendations for a VA that will work great for you. And I'll also talk with you about how you can interview them. So consider doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But before... Debbie, actually, ideally, before you go to one of these sites to um, start looking at a VA, I would recommend that you sit down and think about what you feel like you might need a VA to do for you. Okay. And the way to do that is to ideally do it over like a week mm-hmm. and just keep track, however you like to jot down notes, mm-hmm. of what it is that you're procrastinating on right. that week or what you're dreading doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And write those down. And if those, especially if those are things that you need done on a repetitive basis, Mm -hmm. those are excellent things to turn over to a VA. Uh, For example, for me, I, I can tell when, you know, and I use VAs and I still do this. I'll put off doing something and put off doing something and put off doing something. And all of a sudden I go, why don't I just have a VA do this? Right. Mm-hmm. And then I give it to the VA to do. Mm-hmm. Like I needed a form. I needed to create a form. Okay. And I hate creating stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I kept putting it off, putting it off. And then I'm like, duh. And I emailed it to a VA and had them do it. And they had it done in an hour. Right. And I put it off for like a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that is the number one thing I recommend. Just make a list of all those things that you're, that you dread doing that you procrastinate doing, and then take a look at those and see, you know, kind of rank them. What's your top things that would really help you grow your business if only you didn't have to do them and somebody who really loved doing it? Because believe me, the thing that you hate doing the most, Mm -hmm. there's a VA out there who already loves doing it. Let me give you an example. 
I hate SOPs, standard mm-hmm. operating procedures. Mm-hmm. I hate putting them together. I'm not a systematic person. I'm a what has to get done right now and put out the fire kind of person. Mm-hmm. But I knew that my business would run smoother if I had systems in place mm-hmm. and standard operating procedures in place. So I hired a VA to do it, and she loves doing them. That is her passion. Right. And so now I have a great uh, system. I have multiple systems in place mm-hmm. and SOPs and and my business is able to run on its own now instead mm-hmm. of me always having to be there. Right. Well, and, and again, what we're talking about is is freeing up your time as the business owner to do more of what you should be doing, whether it's having fun. I mean, you know, let's let's be honest about that. Or more importantly, actually doing what your business is, um, you know, spending more yes. time with clients, developing new products, giving more presentations, whatever it is. You're freeing up your time to be able to do the things that are really what you started in business to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Exactly. And for example, for me, you know, I knew that if I could get these systems in place, I could bring on even more clients because there would be more room in my time mm-hmm. to do the leads, to do the sales, because right now I'm doing all my own sales. Um, and then to move the people that register for my program through the process, mm-hmm. because it's a process now. It's automated. I'm not having to send out every email and all that kind of right. stuff. And, oh, my gosh, my business literally t- went from 10 times once I got all those things in place mm-hmm. and the VAs lined up to do the work, it 10 times, 10 right. times. You know, and and that's that is the key is that. They're able to do it faster, better. Let's be honest; they can do it better. Oh, I mean, that's absolutely their skill set. better. Um, you know, and so that's why they're better. able to do it faster. And and it does. It, it if you're doing this correctly, your business will improve and increase. That's right. And you will feel more relaxed. You'll feel happier, less stressed, less overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Right. Because you're not sitting there, you know, thinking, I need to do invoicing or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, and, or and bookkeeping yeah, because or designing that book cover. Yeah, or even just, you know, part of the reason why I have Robin write for me is it, it, I just, and, and this is this is my own thing. You know, I, I don't sit down and schedule writing. Now, it, and, and I, it is something that is important. I know it should be done. But I'm, you know, like the kid with bright, shiny objects. We laugh about this on my program frequently. I'm always going squirrel, um, you know, and, and mm-hmm. but because even though I know it's important, I still didn't do it. And so mm-hmm. I finally thought, look, you dingbat, hire it done. And I did. And Robin does a fabulous job in, in doing it for me. Yeah. So, you know, any business owner listen to this and Deb, I'm sure you're going to agree with me when I say this. The consistency of your marketing is actually more important than the brilliance of your Mm -hmm, marketing, mm -hmm. having it done consistently. Mm -hmm. So I was very guilty of thinking I am the only one that can write these blog posts. And, you know, and then, of course, the blog post didn't get written because Mm -hmm. I didn't have time. And so like you, Deb, even though I yeah, I am a writer. Mm -hmm. Was that the best use of my time? Mm -hmm. No. So I too, I hired a VA to do all of my blogging and she knows that I want one out on one going out on Tuesday, one on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and after our first couple of months together where she came up with topics and then wrote them and I, I tweaked it a little bit so that it was more my voice. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Now, six months later, she's writing them. So it, she sounds more like me than I, I sound. It's it's bizarre when they become a better you than you are. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Where did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting so many compliments on my blog now. And I'm just like, wow, I'm so glad I hired this VA to do this. And I also have a social media VA mm-hmm. and he does all my social media work. And both of them are so consistent now. And I can really see the difference. And one other VA I hired, uh, she does all my YouTube marketing and um, edits videos and stuff like that. I just got my first $5,000 client from YouTube. Holy cow. Now, yes. 
And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I never even had a YouTube channel before. Mm -hmm. Now I have a YouTube channel. And I got a client who came to me and said, hey, I found you on YouTube and I want to sign up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So you see, it really does impact Mm -hmm. your bottom line. Well, and one of the things that I really want to note on this is, you know, we're all told, and I'm one of these people who are doing the telling, that blog posts, social media posts, uh, you know, have to be personal. And it has to be, you know, and because it is, I mean, you know, we're, we're writing our materials and, and, you know, if you're a big giant company, it doesn't matter. But when the business is you, you know, like, like it is for you, like it is for me, we want it to be in our voice. And so we mm-hmm. really think, oh my, we can't have somebody write our blog posts. We can't have somebody do our social media posting for us. And of course, the opposite is exactly what is true. When you work with somebody who is good at what they do, they write like they are you. Takes practice, you know, and, and, and you Mm -hmm. do have to go back sometimes and say, you know, that's not a word I would use. Or, you know, at some point I just kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, the important thing is that they become you. And, and when people don't realize you hired it done, that's when you know it's successful. That's exactly right. And that's where people are with, I mean, even um, people in my program who have listened to me talk for nine years now, I started my training program nine years Mm -hmm. ago. um, They think it's me writing those. They really do. That's Mm -hmm. how good she is. And that's how good, um, by the way, Deb, one of the criteria that I look for in um, people that come to me and are considering working as a virtual assistant, um, I'm looking for women and by the way, men can be VAs, but 99% of all virtual assistants are women. Right. Because um, many of them are stay-at-home moms. I mean, you know, let's just yes. be honest about it. Many that. are stay-at-home mm-hmm. moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, you know, grandmas, too. Mm-hmm. I'm a right. grandma. <laughs> oh. Um, and this is one of those, um, you know, when you work virtually, nobody cares right. what you look like. They don't care how old or young right. you are. They, they don't care. They just the work done. Exactly. If you if you are a professional person who has had any kind of professional job in the past, whether it's, um, for example, the lady who writes my blog post, she was an English teacher. Wow. And now she does this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a former IBM IT person who runs Infusionsoft. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a marketer at AT AT&T. And uh, what I did for my clients was their marketing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, whatever job you had in the past that you enjoyed doing can translate to working as a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. And you get to choose when you work and how many hours you work. So, Deb, you were talking about stay-at-home moms. Would you mind if I share a story about one of the I love it. I love it. We love examples. Okay. So, her name is Lori, and she's actually a personal friend of mine. And I knew how good she was at Mm -hmm. running her own household. I knew how smart she was. She had had many jobs in the past before she became a mom, a stay-at-home mom, um, that she just did brilliantly. And she kept having child after child after child. And she now has four boys Mm -hmm. under the age of 12. Oh, my. And uh, yeah. And her husband, you know, is the primary breadwinner. Mm -hmm. And as you can imagine, having four kids under the age of 12, she's super busy. And it's also super expensive. Right. So I kept suggesting to her, you know, you can work part time as a VA and bring in extra money that can help you. Mm-hmm. And you can enjoy spending time, you know, using your brain again right. for things other Talking than... Talking to adults. Uh, exactly, exactly. So finally she said, all right, I'm going to give it a try. Well, a year and a half later, she's earning between 1500 and 2000 a month, working mm-hmm. 25 hours a week, mm-hmm. because that's what she decided she wanted to work, 20 to right. 25 hours a week. And she does it from 9 a.m., to 3 p.m. daily so that she could drop her kids off at school Mm -hmm. and pick them up afterwards. And she still has one at home. Right. And what she says, she gets that one in school, then she's going to raise her hours a little bit Mm -hmm. and earn a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But she literally, for the first time ever, was able to take her kids. She could afford to take her kids to Disney on ice Mm -hmm. and buy what she calls the most expensive snow cone in the world, which is $15. Oh, holy (laughs) smoly. (laughs) But you get a really cute Mm -hmm. hat with it. Right, right. (laughs) 
And so, you know, clearly there are VAs that, that, you know, do this just to make some extra money, you know, and, and that's absolutely fabulous. And then there are those who really are doing it as a career for, you know, and, and, and I'm guessing that a lot of people who do it just to make a little extra money, it tends to grow and it becomes more of a career for them, but they can scale it up. They can scale it back, um, you know, to, to be able to take those trips exactly. to Disneyland or, you know, all those various things, which is of course why we become small right. business owners. We think, well, we can have more flexibility in our schedule. And then we don't because we have all these things that we should be doing and <clears throat> hire a VA and you can get back to having a more flexible schedule. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, for example, me, when I ran my VA business, I earned six figures. Wow. As a VA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I teach others who mm-hmm. want to work a full-time job mm-hmm. and scale their businesses. Right. I teach them how to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, this is this is a real business, just mm-hmm. like any other business owner. This is a business. Right. So let's yeah. talk more about that from that perspective. You know, we've talked the, the employer side. Let's talk the VA side. Mm-hmm. Um, you sure. know, on, on why people should do this. What are some steps, you know, that, that they should take? You know, one of the, the things that I wrote down in my notes is should they incorporate? You know, but, but let's kind of start at the, you know, we, we did the, you know, let's start at the beginning with why you should hire a VA. Why should you want to become a VA? So if you like to work from home and you like to, um, work on the computer and by work on the computer, I mean like, you know, actually sit or stand behind your computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, whether it's writing or technical stuff, if you like to do that, then it's a, it's an opportunity for you. You mm-hmm. do not, a lot of people, you know, the, the old version, like you said, Deb was you had to be an executive assistant or a secretary in order to go into this. Mm-hmm. That is no longer true. Uh, I was a marketing manager mm-hmm. at uh, AT&T mm-hmm. for almost 20 years. Right. And, you know, I took my marketing skills and did this. Mm-hmm. You do not need any formal education like a degree. Right. Okay? If you have one, fabulous. Mm-hmm. But you do not need an associate. You don't need a master's. You don't need any any kind of formal education. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say probably 50% happen to have a formal mm-hmm. education, but it is not required in any way. Mm-hmm. So it basically is, do you enjoy working from home or do you want to work from home? And do you like working on a computer? Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing, you have to be a touch typist, a right. fast typist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Almost everybody is these days. But if you're a hunt and pecker, go online, get a you know free training course and, and get your typing up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, now, right, because you know, if I you're charging by the hour, you better be able to do it fairly quickly. Yes. That's right. Well, you're also going to be really frustrated if you're right. not a good typist. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like your job. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, the only thing you really need to know how to do other than that is you need to be able to communicate both verbally and via words mm-hmm. because you're going to be doing a lot of emailing and, right. a, and a lot of talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. So but most people are already naturally good at that, too. Mm-hmm. So those are really the basics. What I do not recommend people do is go out and pay for skills training. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean, don't try to figure out what you need, to, what you want to, what service you want to offer and pay $2,000 to take training on that. Right. Okay. It's funny. I keep getting a, a, a an ad in my Facebook feed from CNN, an offshoot of CNN. And, and, it, and I actually looked at it to see on, on an Excel training. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, first of all, why is that ad appearing? But, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. All these, yeah, and it's an expensive training on how to, to, you know, better use Excel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't do that. That is not your first step. Right. Okay. But Deb, I can tell you that the vast majority of people who come to me, they have not only taken one skills training, they've taken many skills training right. because mm-hmm. they, I call them dreamers mm-hmm. um, or preppers because mm-hmm. they are preparing to prepare to prepare. Right. Or they are they are believing in that field of dreams mm-hmm. mentality of if I learn this skill, the clients will come. Right. And that is not true because you can learn every skill there is. And if you do not know how to find, get and keep clients, you'll never have a client. Right. You can you can be a certified what you call it, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. But if you're not going to provide good quality work, it's not going to matter. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And once you. um 
do learn how to find, get, and keep clients after you begin that process, yes, you want to niche down. You want to identify those skills and services you want Mm -hmm. to offer. But that is not the first thing that you have to do in order to get clients. Mm -hmm. Um, So the other tip, one last tip I want to give is really think about – um, where, you know, what skills you already have. I kind of mentioned this, what skills you already have that you mm-hmm. like doing and know that most of those do translate into working online. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you enjoy bookkeeping, you can do bookkeeping as a VA. If you mm-hmm. enjoy writing, you can write as a VA. If mm-hmm. you enjoy techie stuff, you could do techie stuff as a mm-hmm. VA. Right. Well, and you know, part of that too is, is I'm guessing you need to look at your time availability. You know, you mentioned the, the stay at home mom yes. who, you know, is has her hours from nine to three. You know, yes. so depending on what you do, that that might have to match up. I mean, you know, there are things that have to be done during the work day. There are things that can be done at midnight, um, you know, and 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 on weekends and, and things like that. So as you're going through this process, think about that. You know, if your skill set might actually be something that, you know, isn't might not match with the hours that you have available. So then you kind of have to rethink things a little bit. We're not saying you can't do it. You just have to rethink, you know, what you might do. And that's a really good point. One of the things that I do, and if you don't mind, I'm going to plug my website again here. Of course, of course. If you go to to Mm expertvatraining.com, at the top on the left, you're going to see this little button that says free session. Click on there, fill Mm -hmm. out the application, and you and I will talk for Mm -hmm. about an hour, and I'll help you figure out the time that you have available, Mm -hmm. the skills you already have, and how that could translate into a VA business for you and the kind of money you might make based on your skills, your experience, your education, mm-hmm. and the amount of time that you have right now right. to work as a VA. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you, very good point, Deb. Perfect. You know, and you just touched on something that I'm sure is one of the, the biggest problems that a VA has, especially when they're first starting out, and that is what to charge. Because, you right. know, they, you know, we, we talked about the people that charge too little. And part of that is just lack mm-hmm. of knowledge. You know, they don't know that, that their skill set exactly. could get, you know, $10 an hour as opposed to $2 an hour or something mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, then we're also thinking, well, when I was in corporate America, I made 150000 a year and that came down to X number of dollars per hour. Oh my gosh, I can't charge that. Um, you know, and, 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 but there were different, you know, there's, there's a reason why a salary pays more because of the overhead, because of all those various things. So there's kind of that, I, I worked for an agency one time, uh, a PR agency who, you know, uh, one of the things that I learned from him was you pay or you, you ask what the, you charge. That's that word. I was having one of those moments. You, you charge what the market will bear. You know, if you exactly. overprice, then nobody's going to use you. If you underprice, nobody's going to use you. And, right. you know, and it might actually, and, and that's going to vary within industry. You know, if you're, and, mm-hmm. and I love the fact right. on your website, you have people that specialize in industries, you know, so they might have come out mm-hmm. of corporate America in a certain field. And so they have that knowledge that is specific to that skill set. You know, and, and so if you're working for, say, an attorney, if you're providing VA assistance for an attorney, most likely they're going to expect you to charge more per hour than if, say, you specialize in helping nonprofits. And it's That's nothing right, negative yeah. against either one of those. It's just, you know, it's it's what they expect to pay. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I teach in my training is mm-hmm. how to identify the profitable industries mm-hmm. and the profitable services right. versus those that are not profitable. Mm-hmm. So, for example, anything that can be easily outsourced overseas, mm-hmm. that's where the lowest hourly rate is for VAs. Right. You don't want to specialize in something that can easily be sent over there mm-hmm. unless it's just your passion and you don't care that you don't get paid as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's funny because you and I talked about this off the air. 
foreign companies are now hiring U.S.-based VAs because they need people who are here that know the language. You know, maybe they're doing business here. And so they need somebody here in order to be able to um, function better doing business in the United States. That's right. Um, I have uh, placed VAs, um, recommended VAs to business owners in China, um, the Ukraine, um, in England, lots in England, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Germany. I actually have a VA in Germany. I have a VA in Haiti. Um, VAs that invite, I have a VA, VAs I've trained who live there. Right. Um, because when you're a business owner who wants to do business in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and you want that English, you know, correct language, even mm-hmm. the slang language, it's really a great idea to hire VAs based right. in the U.S. because mm-hmm. they have that uh, English as their first language, mm-hmm. American right. English. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I interviewed somebody from Australia and and I kept thinking, well, there's typos. Well, no, Australia has what we call the Queen's English. You know? <laughs> and, and so they spell <laughs> things different. You know, color has a U in it and, you know, all of those various things. But, right. you know, we, we laugh about that. But if you're doing business in that company and in, in that country, then you'd better have it correct. You know, she's doing business exactly. in Australia. So that was why her information was written like that. Um, you know, and, right. and, but yeah, it's, that's so very important. And so, you know, we do have a lot of our listeners who are from foreign countries uh, or are in foreign countries. And so it's, it's something that I want them to consider is, you know, hiring a VA here in the United States to do the work that needs, that is, is country specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, there, I, I, I would guess, I'm pretty sure, 99.9% sure, there are VAs in every country at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. So if there's a country that you really want to get, you know, that, and that's what you need to always look at with your businesses. Mm-hmm. Who is your target market mm-hmm. and how do you reach them? Right. And if you are wanting to go into a particular country, mm-hmm. find a VA who knows that country and work with them. Right. Right. You know, and, and more on becoming a VA, you know, it is a small business. You are an entrepreneur. So I want to encourage people to take those steps to show that it is that you take that business seriously. Um, incorporate, you know, you need to, to not be using your Gmail address. Um, you know, you, if people want to see your website, for heaven's sakes, do not refer them to a Facebook page. You know, you, you can set up a very inexpensive, quick website. Maybe it's just a one page, you know, and, and then a contact us page, but show the world that you're taking your business seriously or they won't take you seriously. Um, you know, and, and, and we've had, you know, it's, it, you might want to just dabble your toes for a little bit to see if it works. And so maybe you want to hold off doing some of those things, but, you know, trust me, make the IRS happy and do it the right way. Um, you know, and, and your accountant and all those people. But again, if you set it up and you treat it as a professional business, then people will respond in kind. Um, you know, and, and that comes back to your hours and things. You know, if, if I were working with a VA, uh, who, you know, both my VAs have, have kids. And, you know, I, and I know that and I accept that. I mean, it's just like having an employee that has kids. And so there are times where, you know, somebody's sick, something's happening at school, you know, whatever is, is going on, but I need to know that they're still going to get my job done, which they do. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, so, so that's the thing. I mean, we talked about the fact that, that the vast majority of VAs are stay at home moms. If you cannot work your schedule around doing this and doing your work in a good, timely manner, then maybe being a VA isn't for you. That's right. That's exactly right. And, and you're, Deb, I love what you're saying. This is a business. Yes. Take it seriously. This is not a hobby. If you want a hobby, go get a hobby. Don't right. be a VA. Yeah. Volunteer. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's all exactly. sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But if you want to earn a, True income, a real, you know, that uh, the last three graduates from my program within their first year, they all made about $50,000. Now they all were able to do this full time, mm-hmm. the last three graduates. Mm-hmm. Okay. I described Lori, who's making 1500 to 2000 a month because mm-hmm. those are the hours she wants to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yes, in my program, I teach them step by step 
how to set up their business legally mm-hmm. for the right. IRS and all mm-hmm. that. And then, um, and I recommend in the beginning doing an LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about that. We talk about all the different types of business entities you could set up and which might be best for you to begin with. And then as you move forward, we talk about how, you know, what your area of specialization is. We mm-hmm. talk about how to market your business. We talk about how to set up your website and write your website, just mm-hmm. like you're talking about. Um, all those things and, of course, how to find, get, and keep clients is the focus of everything. But it's very step-by-step. Mm-hmm. It's not overwhelming. Um, you're, you're never on your own. You always have um, – you, you get a private coach. You always mm-hmm. have her there. You always have me as your trainer. So while, you know, all those things you said, people might be going, oh, wow, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I've never had a business of my own. That's okay. Right. I take you step-by-step through how to do this. Mm-hmm. Well – and just like we said, if there's some things that you can't do, well, maybe you need to hire a VA. I mean, you know, you have VAs. Exactly. I love that, you know? And so it is something that I think is, is something that many people, you we do as, as a side hustle. Don't do that. Make it a real business. Even if you're still doing it on the side, um, you know, and, and, right. or, and or many, we, many VAs do, many right. VAs mm-hmm. do start their businesses right. while they're still working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Deb, one thing that we didn't talk about was the benefit of doing this after you're retired. Oh, yeah. Uh, many VAs. Yeah. Bit. Many VAs um, are preparing to or have just retired from mm-hmm. a job mm-hmm. and they aren't ready to not stimulate their brain. Right. Or they want to make some extra money. Mm-hmm. And so while and they talk might about somebody who this, has expert knowledge, holy cow. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. They're my favorites to get into mm-hmm. my program because mm-hmm. they're they are so smart. They have so much. They're so professional. They have right. so much going on already. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So and you know they 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 are ready to really enjoy this new business that mm-hmm. they've got going, and they bring so much to the table. So yeah, um, well, you know, and and it can tie in with what I've had some of my other guests on in being a digital nomad. You know, and, and, and I love that concept. I can't wait to be a digital nomad where, yes. you know, and because yeah. as you mentioned, you just have to have the equipment, the computer, you know, the, whatever it is, internet. And so you can be in your RV traveling the world, you know, or traveling in the United States, you know, whatever it is, you know, just you know, keep in mind, you have to have good Wi-Fi. I mean, you know, that is, is one of the, the catches on all this. Right. But so maybe right. you are retired and you're spending two hours a day doing this. And then the rest of the time you are truly enjoying your retirement. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, the girl I mentioned who's in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, she loves to travel mm-hmm. and as long as you have your laptop with you and internet, you work while you travel. Right. And she just came back from like, I don't even know where else she went. And she's mm-hmm. getting ready to come to the U.S. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there are VAs who live in an RV and travel uh, in their RV and work mm-hmm. as they travel. Right. Well, and I was talking to one of my friends who's a stay-at-home mom who is a VA, and she she posts pictures online. It's a little too early, you know, in the year for her to be doing this too much of sitting by the pool. You know, her kids are at the pool for a couple hours every day. Mm-hmm. She's got Wi-Fi there. That's where she sits and does her work. That's exactly I'm, right. I'm thinking that sounds like heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is. It's really wonderful. And, you know, your commute is like. The 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Kathy, oh my gosh, we are at the top of the hour already. And so please tell people again how they reach you and find you online. So if you are interested in talking with me to get a VA referral or to learn more about how to hire a VA, Mm -hmm. please go to vamatchmaker.com. If you are interested in learning more about becoming a VA, go to expertvatraining.com. Cool. I love it. And one of the things that we didn't mention that I want to make sure we mention is the fact that you have a, a community of your VAs. And so many times... When people are on their own, you know, they're, you know, and, and, you know, we're, we're working from our guest bedroom, you know, whatever it is, we feel very alone. And you have a great support system for your VAs. 
Yeah, Deb, thanks for mentioning that. I do. Uh, the I have a free one on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just go to Expert VA Community. That's mm-hmm. the group on Facebook. You can search mm-hmm. on Facebook for that and ask to join, and I'll let you in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the people who are in my paid program, they have a secret group where we not only share, you know, today I'm having a bad day or my computer broke down or, hey, let's celebrate. I got a new client. Mm-hmm. But we also refer refer clients to each other in there because yeah. everybody has gone through my training program and, you know, they know that they have that professional level of VA business that they can easily refer people to each other. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful time talking more about virtual assistance with Kathy Guggenauer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.